None of y'all can see me. Halloween is coming up. Why don't you bite my Halloweeny? You, you should rock your John Cena costume for trick or treat, homie. I'm gonna dress up like a bubble. That way both of y'all can blow me. John Cena just will not learn about respect, will he? Welcome to Cheap Podcast episode 15. This yes. is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. Yes. Hey, like that tagline? That's good. Mm -hmm. that's it only nice. took me 15 episodes to come up with that, but I'm really proud of it. I like it. Uh, so we all just concluded watching the WWE Battleground Battlefield pay -per -view. 4. Yes. Mm -hmm. Presented by Battlefield. <laughs> all the WWE wrestlers Battleground have, Battle. um, I All am, the wrestlers <laughs> have an orange hue on the right side. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am uh, Dave Death on the Battlefield Run. I am Chris the Male Booty Antista. Don't can't think of anything funny. <laughs> uh, my Skull Grime. Oh, yeah, I forgot it was Halloween time. Uh, Threat Helston. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm still searching in vain for a replacement because last year I was Grave Blooded. <laughs> Grave Blooded. <laughs> and I can't figure out anything that can replace either of those words. Grave Blooded. <laughs> yeah. I will steal one that I saw on the Simpsons promo. I will be Cantista at Twit Terror. <laughs> There's, that's pretty good. Terror's in all caps. Speaking uh, of terror, that pay-per-view. Hey-oh. <laughs> uh, man, man, what was the last one we watched? Uh, the previous Night of Champions. One? Yeah, Night of Champions. Yeah. Blight of Champions. Blight of Champions. That was fantastic. Uh, Bell round more like shat. Shat on the ground. Shat on the ground, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty weak. Yeah. Um, I thought the Divas match was actually decent. You guys were that. you guys we were, were gone. We were busy yeah. getting literally Doritos and beer. Yes. Wow! During the Divas match, it's like every match. stereotype. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it really was. And we bought Doritos. We need more like, Mountain Dew. <laughs> just like WWE told us to, we bought Doritos. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that match was pretty okay. Like it was, I don't know, more. It's it seemed more athletic and more a lot yeah. more actual just acrobatic and movement was yeah, there a double Boston Crab or a double sharpshooter I maybe I don't remember well no yeah, uh, it wasn't Natalia that good was, it wasn't that good yeah Natalia wasn't in that match right. uh, let's actually let's go quickly through the card All right. we, want to do. Uh, we missed the first two matches mm -hmm. but they actually what? conveniently recapped them it was uh, the first match was the, the kickoff mm -hmm. where Damian Sandow the guy with the money in the bank thing that lets him cash in and win the title he got injured in that match mm -hmm. and they by Dolph Ziggler? Yes. Yeah. And I hate when they make injuries so obvious. I, I love when an injury is vague enough that you think, did that guy actually injure himself in the match? But no, he yeah. pulled down his knee guard, and then he did a move, and then his knee hurt. <laughs> yes. So and it's like, no, he's not injured. And anything that you do to like keep him off TV for a while, you're only doing it just to make it like a, right. more of a thing and then Sin Cara back. breaks his finger doing nothing and you're yes. like huh fascinating <laughs> that man may never walk again yes. for six months yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then the the next match, I guess Alberto Del Rio won, but uh, it was that. yeah. No, we missed we, that. We were. Yeah, he beat Rob pop- Van Dam, yes. according to the page. Yes, uh, yes, Wikipedia, uh-huh. <laughs> greatest source of like wrestling we, knowledge. I felt like we started it almost like right on time. Well, it was about like five fifteen, so that was enough time for the first match to on the card to be done. Wow, let's uh, start right on time. But then we started with the uh, the Real Americans versus Santino Morella and the Great Cully, which yeah. was is a comedy it's match. Kind of a comedy match. Yeah. Santino Morella is great. He's fine. I like mm-hmm. him. I don't like the Great Cully at all. He's not very good. He literally has one move, and well, it's moving his arm down or across. Yeah, like yeah. he is literally like the first generation. He's of like Wii a, games. he's like a PlayStation it's One like, game. Yeah. Yeah. He also he just seemed like I mean it's. That whole gimmick with like the uh, true Americans or whatever—it's just like WWE is like digging deep into the roster to see if they have him as an actual wrestler. They can like, oh, he's not from America. We yeah. can put him in here as a but rival. They have even bigger Hicks now. Well, yeah, but I don't know. It's a different gimmick. Those Hicks it- are not hateful Hicks. These guys are like, uh, you know. I, I don't want to. Yeah. Not, not to alienate our audience that uh, <laughs> is a Tea Party member and hates minorities, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's like, I don't know, their whole gimmick is that they have to fight people that are not from America, air yeah. quotes. Mm. And it's like, yeah. Hornswoggle's not from America? He's Irish. Irish oh my yeah. God. Oh. <laughs> That's was, not American? No, sir. No. There was some weird territory when that tag team was feuding with the primetime players, and one of that one of the members of that tag team just came out, mm. and I think they were trying to like tread that weird line, like, yeah, we're Tea Party. What do you think we dislike about this team? <laughs> Oh, they never said it out outright. No, mm. it's it's so funny because it's like I don't know. It's just that whole attitude era thing we've always talked about, where it's just like they would be way more frank with that kind of thing if it was back then. Yeah. And now it's like they have to walk this weird line where yeah. it's just like yeah. we hate minorities, but we can't ever say that. We can only vaguely imply it because you're not American. Yeah. It's like yeah, it kind of is a weird thing. But the match itself was. Not great. That big swing on Great Kali was pretty comical. Ooh, oh yes, the the uh, I still remember how to do that move in Tekken with King. Uh, it's, a, it's a controller motion that yeah. burned into my brain, and I took a vine of of just him swinging like yeah. that super slow mo of like his body looked completely as if he was computer animated, and they just turned all the controls off. Yes. Like his body doesn't move a millimeter yeah. when yeah. he's being swung. Like his shoulders stay at this. You could run a ruler down the side <laughs> of him, and he's just like I'm being spun. And then you expect, oh, he's gonna let him go, and he's gonna like slide across the mat. Let me set you down here. Yeah, pin you. One, two, three. All right. Yes. And the match is done. Yes. It was impressive in the way that like usually the older brother swings the younger brother, but that was a. Slight little change of a uh, okay. hand there. Yeah, younger brother swinging older brother. That's true. <laughs> uh, older brother just happens to be a 400-pound Indian man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, as, the, as a feat the, of strength, I get it. It's like, that's kind of cool. It just yeah. like it culminated in nothing. And it's like, I'm too dizzy to go on. <laughs> they did yes. that amazing slow-mo all the time. And it's that look <laughs> that would happen if you took a really complacent cat to the fair. Like, no reaction whatsoever to what's happening. Yes, yeah. I'm being swung in a circle. He's not much for emoting that great color. Yeah. when it's over. How, but I did how like, long has he been around? Like, is he, like, 80s? A long time. Yeah. I, not that long. But. I would say, like, yeah, six or seven years at this point. Oh, that's it? Yeah, he's, like, I hate to sound, like, sort of racist, but mm-hmm. he ahead, is yeah. only around. So, like, when the WWE goes to India, they're like, hey, mm. this guy's going to be in the main event. When we go to India, and right? No, nowhere else. That's why they have like one or two Japanese guys on right. their roster, one or two like, mm. you know, like Irish, European, English, mm. just to like just for when they go on tour, mm. they'll pull in money on those in those territories. Right. There's well, no one else in India that could wrestle. 
There actually is another Indian wrestler. I'm sure there is. No, yes. I mean in WWE, but he is. It, he's he's a feather Indian. No. no. But he's 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 currently embattled in some sort of uh, legal legal trouble. Maybe? Yeah, well, land no, dispute in uh, Arizona. No, it's the same yeah. joke. Same okay, joke sorry, twice. Sorry. Yeah, he's in a rock and roll based um, faction. Oh, three MB, uh, three man band. Yes, three man band. Wow. I yeah. have seen so, that. Yeah, he comes down the ring in a turban, but he like rocks out with his friends. But that's kind of cool because it's like it's showing a little yeah, bit of a multicultural side because yeah. it's it's literally a faction made out of like a guy from like Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, an Irish dude uh-huh. and this Indian dude. That's fine. Yeah. And they all just love rock and roll so much. They wear leather pants. Music, uh, and this one guy wears a turban. It's great yeah. stuff. BG yeah. Empire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up, Curtis Ax- Axel versus R Truth. That was fine. I Some almost, of the hits are pretty hard. Like, dude, I they mean, sound. They sounded. I don't know. They were sold and sounded very. It was yeah. It was it very was, believable. It was a solid. Yeah. It I'm wasn't gonna, interesting. I'm going to argue that we were only impressed by the hard hits in that match because mm-hmm. literally the, the match before was it ended with a great swing and a guy with a hand that pretends to be a serpent trying to <laughs> yeah. chase after yeah yeah Con- for, context you for forget sure. half of that match previous was people I mean, I running still, around with i still like the presentation and the theatrics of all that it's yeah. still it's yeah still like Morello cool. is hilarious like his power walk to the ring is good as i love that i will never get to that he's funny i want to see more of that guy but at the same time it's like it does Partially undermine yeah. the WWE's like a serious sports entertainment thing, right. but it's well, also TNA, hilarious. TNA has Ring of Honor, Grim. I, I think it's TNA that. that has Shark Boy. Yes, <laughs> and that's I, the one time I saw it, I was like, "Dude, this is super fun." Yeah, like this is Goofball three thousand, and it's like it's <laughs> exactly what I wanted. Exactly. There's really, uh, there's there's this other show that WWE puts on that's on Hulu called NXT. It's like their minor mm-hmm. leagues, but mm-hmm. sometimes like every episode, someone from WWE is like a guest star. So it's like, uh, like Gotham Central and, and yeah. Batman shows up. <laughs> but like recently Santino was on it and he was, he was like tag, he's doing a intergender tag team match with mm-hmm. like the goofy girl and the minors for WWE. Mm-hmm. And one of the things like their entrance was probably the most hilarious wrestling thing I've seen in years. Mm. It, it was just them like awkwardly, like deciding whether to shake hands or hug. And then he tried, <laughs> to do her entrance while she was trying to do his and they kept mixing it up it was really fun i recommend watching that yeah. but let's move on because i don't know that match well that was the one also the reverse crab walk no 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 no, 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 no. that that's, was a, that's yeah. much later yes. oh wait who am i thinking of that was uh bray wyatt wait what match was this one this was curtis axel versus the, the milk toast intercontinental champion the ball, against the first the, paul oh, Heyman match. Yeah, right 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 the, yeah yeah uh, got it yeah yeah our truth was the guy with the cool spinny. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Thing. I remember that move it was awesome. Yeah, but not much else about that match. Yeah. Was. Um, I do like his. Uh, well, the last pay per view he had a good one. He had a good like call out to the crowd after he did a pretty high flying move or some kind of impactful move, and yeah. then he says, "What's up?" And then that's but, all he says. Yeah, but then this one, it was like <laughs> I was waiting for like, oh yeah, he needs to you know just pepper that in in some really cool moment. And this one, it was just like he threw him into a turnbuckle, and then it was like, "What's up?" I'm like <laughs> that's not the time to do this. <laughs> So, the Divas match. I missed that, but apparently it didn't suck. Uh, I don't know either of their names, but... The- AJ Lee sure. was the champion, Brie Bella. Who's in the pink? Uh, I guess... Uh- <laughs> Who's in the pink on the breast cancer tribute night? Yes. Ry- Ryback. No, Ryback. there was one... The, the, the girl in jean shorts, and there's a girl in all pink. Jean like- shorts is AJ. Okay. She's the champion, and yes. Brie is... She won. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was good. Like, I normally, like, the I haven't watched TNA in several months. Yeah. It's like the last time we talked about it on the pay-per-view. But that was great. Those yeah. were good. And then every time yeah. I typically see a Divas match, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. 
but this one felt decent. Like I, I was watching and like actually paying attention to yeah. it, and it seemed pretty good. Like because I was sitting there talking to you, and I don't remember a single second. Yeah, I remember we were talking, and then finally we just had this lucid moment of like, where are both Grim and Gay? <laughs> it was awesome for well, a second. It seemed like you guys disappeared to the bathroom to do blow or have gay sex, <laughs> and like we had no idea where you went. Well, we had time for both of those. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> no, we. Like, I did the cliche, the cliche thing and thought, here is the Divas match. This is when I should go and get some beer for everyone. Right. And uh, that's what we did. And I was surprised that by the time we got back, it, they were not on to the next match. So they must yeah. have given this some time and, like, actually made it worthwhile. Yeah, it was only, yeah, it only, it, like, ended maybe one minute before you guys showed up. Well, it was we good. showed up just in time for the match of the night with our beer. Yes, that yes. was a great, yeah. it was a great match. Yeah, that was, uh, it was gold, perfect timing. Goldust and Cody Rhodes with uh, Dusty Rhodes in the corner against mm-hmm. the Shield. The, the third member of the Shield team da, 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 da. in the corner. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. I didn't know how they were going to end that match because it's uh, the the stipulation was that both Cody and Goldust would be full-time employees at WWE again. I just didn't think they would have Goldust back in the WWE because he's mm-hmm. such a, like a relic of the Attitude Era, yes, like yeah. the 90s where like, yeah, you can be the guy who puts homophobia in people's heads and wins that way by scaring them. Right. Like, am I going to kiss you during this match? I might. I might. Am I going to grab your crotch during this match? Yeah. I might. But like any other wrestler, yes, I will. Yes. <laughs> but I'm going to mean it. <laughs> but, but, no, the, but yeah, that's a good point you make is because it is difficult to have him now. To strike yeah, it's, fear, it's, homophobic fear in the hearts of his opponents. And yeah. he um, has done none of that to this point. It's yeah, all been yeah, just, so. you know, it's that family. Thing, I right? was like, actually a little which, disappointed he didn't do any of that at all. There well, was none of that. Dave mentioned it last time that he wrestled yeah. too, and it's a good other point than to looking be like uh, Darth Maul, Voldo. His his costume was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was it definitely so like what if we reimagined Goldust for the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, the problem is he already had him in the nineties, <laughs> and he was covered in feather boas and looked like he was from the seventies. So he didn't have his platinum blonde wig or his robe. No, he wasn't ring, dressed yeah. as an extra from Phantom of the Paradise. I loved how he had the uh, the pink gloves on. Yeah, the costume, yeah. that was just like that looks Look, terrible. It's so if great. one guy can get away with breast cancer, or maybe aware of it <laughs> and you didn't donate any money because you don't care you're actively I did that while buying cancer. Jack Daniels at the uh, yeah. at the corner store donated one dollar to nice. breast cancer research what a man. Nice. one kid who will not drink sour milk <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works but uh... <laughs> yeah. it was a it good, was a great it match. Was a good match good match yes like, no, I mean I don't think there was a single spot in that entire match that was like messed up. Everything looked great. All the like when Cody Rose did his flip and then when Goldust did his flip off the top yeah. rope, whatever. Everything hit really well. Nothing sucked. Yeah. The finisher yeah. How was How old awesome. is Goldust? But he's up there and he was flying around and taking his licks. He looked like, better than ever. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, he did look Agreed. good. Debuted in the WWE like mid nineties. Full leather suit, and he's in, but there was zero novelty to what he presented out. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. He was never a very diverse wrestler. Mm-hmm. His whole thing yeah. was always just basically like that sort of throat chop punch yeah. and like clotheslines, and he's very rudimentary. Yeah, but, but he'll just like fill himself up in between. Yes, the moves. yeah, exactly. And when you remove that from him, it's kind of hard. But he definitely turned up the pace yeah. on this one. Like, so yeah, he just fast. looked like a normal like good wrestler. Yeah, like, they, we didn't have didn't yeah. use this gimmick. I still feel there's a way that he could they could keep the. Keep some of that gimmick alive, where yeah. like he could be very showboaty or. Once they get away from the whole like Rhodes legacy family thing a little bit, they yeah. may open that up. I hope, but yeah. it's hard to say because. But you know, There's, like we yeah. said earlier, there was yeah. later stuff tonight where it was. They seem to be getting away from that squeaky clean bodybuilder stuff that they've been doing for the last few years. So he's forty four. Wow. Forty four. Yeah. Wow. The one move that makes me feel like oh, I feel like somebody might mess this up and get paralyzed possibly <laughs> is when someone does a moonsault onto somebody who's standing because it's. Mm. 
I've got to catch you, and neither of us has to fall on our neck. Right. And that seems mm. kind of difficult when, yeah, so they're both standing up. I mean, the standard moonsault on the ground, whatever. But that, they both did standing moonsaults, which was pretty insane. And uh, Dusty Rhodes, who's like 68 years old. <laughs> Jesus. And looks like he's 95. He looks yeah. strangely <laughs> skinnier than he ever has in that concern. And he me. dropped that bionic elbow and hit him with his uh, belt buckle, which <laughs> yeah, was fantastic. That was my favorite shot of the entire night. Yeah. Him Whipping his belt around? Whipping his belt around. <laughs> like, like and Indiana like Jones. Dusty who, who's, on, who's on the ground? Was that Dean Ambrose who's on the ground? Like, don't hit me, don't hit me. And, and like, one of you guys behind you because we really get into this. Behind you and the other guy from the shield comes behind him. And then Goldust just comes out of out of frame completely, like, like I, off his legs. Yeah, bam. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's already, by the time he comes into frame, I swear he's already in air. He's in air. <laughs> and it just, like... It was great. It was great, man. Like, all the spots were awesome. The pacing was perfect yeah. and ended the way I wanted it to end, of course, which yeah. doesn't hurt. But. Yeah. The third wrestler we haven't even spoken of, I think, mm-hmm. the entire time. <laughs> yeah, just the, the crowd was into it. It was mm-hmm. like, that was the the match that sold me on this pay-per-view. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. Definitely. Yeah, once they announced it, once I found out that Goldust was going to be fighting on yeah, a pay-per-view in the, for the first time in ages, I was yeah. into he it. He was in, like, Royal Rumble, and yeah, we were all Ro- like, what? Yeah, so he did that. He he disqualified in four seconds, but he was there. He was there. He hung out for a while. Yeah. So moving on from there, it was a Bray Wyatt versus Kofi Kingston, which um, very unusual character, which I kind of like. Yeah. That intro, I was I haven't seen anything up until this. So So the only other match that he had on pay per view was at SummerSlam, but it was such a weird match. It was like a it was an inferno match. So uh, the the ring was surrounded by fire, and that was kind of the focal point. And it was kind of a it was not a great match because you're fighting in a ring where the ropes are on fire. So you've got to like limit your move set and shit like that. And it just, yeah. it didn't work out. And that was his debut. So it was like doubly well, awkward. I, did, I like their haunting promos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought this match was way better, even though it's like they go from a guy like Kane, who is the Undertaker's brother, mm-hmm. and he's this man who strikes fear in everyone's hearts. And now Dude, he's ma- fighting malevolent the, Hicks. Yeah, it's yeah, terrifying. But, yeah, but he's fighting the jumpy Jamaican dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who it's a strange. Not, who does not win all that often? So it's not like there wasn't that much suspense. I knew that he was going to win, mm-hmm. but it, they made it interesting. And yeah, yeah they yeah, are super. Yeah, creepy. that's the reverse like crab walking. Like I dude, love that, that was terrifying. The Voldo, Voldo yeah, that, strut. <laughs> that Voldo taunt in the corner. Yeah, Ooh. that was that was quite good. And there's there's something about just seeing that in your brain. Some dissidents like Chris Farley doing a cartwheel. Like <laughs> seeing the yeah. guy that big do a crab walk backwards exorcist. Well, nobody crab walks in WWE <laughs> at all. But like, all right. yeah, if you're gonna have Maybe one person do it, have the guy with the, like the greasy long hair and the dirty. Mu- Beard. Oh, yeah. that's I was comment. His beard is so fucking long; it has its own physics. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it's gross. Like bouncing of its own accord. Yeah, yeah it bounces. It's, when he was upside down, it spread a little bit. <laughs> awful, awful. That's why he's not in WWE. A Renaissance era pubic hair it was disgusting. Something's got to happen with these beards. Man, I sound conservative. <laughs> there were a I'm lot like of Randy Orton. And... His hair you can set your watch by. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I definitely dug the uh, the gimmick there. Like, yeah. I like to see more a fat, gross wrestlers and yeah. b weird, <laughs> creepy, psychological wrestlers that are. I, but you know, I will. In since coming back and watching it with yeah. you, there has been a lot fewer. I guess you could call them gimmicks or storyline yeah. based. Yeah, th- things based on a storyline. Things that get me invested outside of what's happening yeah, in the ring. What, yeah, and that seems like a good uh, reintroduction. Well, to that's why theatrics. My, yeah, my my. Uh, I guess Trojan horse to get into this again was yeah we watched we all watched Royal Rumble in January and it was this nice like nostalgia bump of like oh, I remember mm. that guy I remember that guy 
but it was the shield wrestling where it's like oh these characters have this kind of like weird mm-hmm. little mini click yep. and it's like there's a reason the NWO and all that crap worked was because this idea of there being an internal struggle is yeah. more interesting than just a bunch of people come out and wrestle and then the night's over yeah, yeah. sometimes you get in them like Dave you, and like Dave why is this important and you're like well he <laughs> lost several times and this everybody hopes yeah. he wins now like it's a sport now yeah boo uh, yeah. where are my theatrics yeah I need more of that more of that and so that's why when Daniel well, well I mean we'll get to that but yeah. like when when it's just the main events devolve into the same three people mm-hmm. kind of rotating it's like I don't care who wins these fights mm-hmm. and I mean that, that seems to be how most pay-per-views tend to go now is like yeah. there's some like stellar <clears throat> middle of the night match that was the real yeah. main event, and then the main main event is just this like. Well, know, that stuff's this like, is this one's yeah. to sell T-shirts. The middle of the card is where you'll like see the most fluctuation. Right. So like that's where you'll see originality. Main event, more often than not, you'll see the same match two or three months in a row with various stipula- stipulations. Like mm-hmm. yeah. this guy wins, now this guy gets his automatic rematch, and right. uh, now there's <laughs> chairs allowed. Or whatever. <laughs> now they're pulling Kepo sticks from underneath. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, mm. next match was CM Punk versus Ryback. Yeah, I didn't like this at all. I, uh, yeah, it, was, it was like CM Punk gets annihilated by Ryback for twenty minutes. There's no turnaround. Yeah, he did and look then tired. The ending was just like level one gimmick. I mean, he did get his ass kicked. Like he did. I realize what that entails because it means sure. him having to sell bumps for that long of a time. Yeah. And there's a lot of work going into it for sure. But at the yeah. same time, it was just totally uninteresting. It was like. He didn't do anything. And then it's like he hit him like 10 times. It's like, here's my finisher. And it's like, no. And then it's like you end up with like the classic, I'm going to hit you with the thing. And the ref goes, no. And then you kick the guy in the dick and get a pin. It felt like a Monday Night Raw match Aww. from any Monday yeah, Night that, Raw in history. That was time. a weird ending. I don't. I can't remember the last time somebody won by getting hit in the dick. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to follow that up Plenty with his finish. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it tells you how much everybody hates Ryback to even then when like CM Punk kicks him in the dick and pins him in the crowd's like yeah. God, I I, don't know. I I I like Ryback now. Like he's a little bit more self-aware and like well, That's why they attach him yeah. to Paul Heyman cuz it's like why is Paul Heyman there to make wrestlers who have no charisma likable? <laughs> and cuz I don't think Ryback is likable. He's just a big meathead who's really good. Yeah. Like he's good at power moves, he's good at that kind of stuff, but he has no mic skills, no promo mm-hmm. skills. So you got to attach him to Heyman to give him something. I don't know. I, there, there's. I think Ryback at this time this mm. year compared to last year, mm-hmm. like at least now he, he can emote. Like <laughs> yeah. him, get, him getting uh. kissed on the cheek by Paul Heyman. <laughs> that was and, pretty funny. And then that yeah. goofy grin. He's just like the big doofy bully. That okay. like I like that they've added that little facet to his character. Mongo didn't make for a good match though. In fact, like the only, I think the high point of that match was watching. Paul Heyman's various reactions. Yes. Yes. I think they realized the, the gift popularity of yes. going over CM Punk's shoulder to his like, oh shit, I'm in the match now. Yes. Right. Look, and they're just like, all right, every 10 seconds, let's cut to Paul Heyman and he'll make a face. Oh, he's, pray- he's praying now. I'm yeah. saying there's just a dedicated Paul Heyman camera and that's their go-to for the camera guy when it's like rest holding or whatever. It's yeah. like, oh, and Heyman. Probably have a bunch of union guys fighting over it too, the Heyman cam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of cameras... None of them worked at the beginning of the main event. Hey-o. Which, yeah. that was a thing that apparently permeated, like, it didn't yeah. matter, cable, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was... It's like a, crazy. Uh, oh, they said it was Bowl. a power outage in Buffalo. That was know. the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the WWE equivalent of that. They want to be like the Super Bowl, yeah. so, you know. <laughs> really, it's really trendy of them to, to pick up on that. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen color bars during a streaming event, though. That was very odd. The yeah. technical uh, difficulty, color bars, boom. 
Whoa. We immediately looked up the Simpsons instances of the technical <laughs> difficulty screens with Ken Brockman. By the way, I'm the dog. And the... I just have to call out our buddy Chinspired because we saw we saw how many times you panicked and restarted your app on Xbox Live over and over again. What? What? It just what? Seems like it's playing WWE. Is yeah, playing WWE. WWE. Yes. Uh, oh, look, he restarted. Logged on. <laughs> but when it started, boy, howdy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I expected more. In fact, like this, I'm surprised at the general way that this pay per view ended up in that every match before the two main event matches were the highlights, and the, mm-hmm. the, the, the two that I thought were going to deliver, the one with CM Punk and the mm-hmm. one with Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. didn't. Like, they were just. I don't know, they were average at best matches for both yeah. guys. Well, I mean, the main event we already saw basically last yeah. last month, yeah. and then knowing that it ended this month with like not even a real resolution, it was like Big Show comes in, pretends to have an inner conflict, yeah, and then <laughs> does stuff and punches everything in front of him. He, he literally punched. He's he a slap punched, assassin. Like I can't even tell that he knows what happened. He punched everyone who was in the ring. Yeah. So like, well, yeah, he punched Daniel Bryan, then he punched. No, wait, pull the referee out first, punch that ref, Daniel Bryan came over to complain, punched Daniel Bryan, uh, then a second ref came, he pulled that ref out, punched mm-hmm. that ref, and then he punched Randy Orton. Oh, it was the ref from the, the previous pay-per-view, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. There was no one left to punch. Yeah. I'm just there were, saying, there like, were no refs. Big Show is such a charisma suck on every possible <laughs> venture that whenever he shows up, it's just bad. Yeah. The, well, the one thing that they were building up, like, it's been going on for over a month now, I think... Yeah, going back like one or two pay per views is that Big Show was poor, uh-huh. which is I, I hate that the WWE like pulls that storyline yeah. out. Like our our performers are paid so poorly that yes. they can't save they enough money, can't leave, and can't not beat people up when we tell them to. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and literally the show before this pay per view, uh, Triple H came out and said he bought the deed to Big Show's house, <laughs> which is pretty much the story for Happy Gilmore, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to turn into a mini-mall. Yeah. Or like or like that the, the spec script that uh, George Costanza sold on Seinfeld. Because he's my butt. Yeah. He's my <laughs> big show. <laughs> uh, well, now your fingers, now your whole back's going to hurt. Yeah. He just pulled landscaping duty. Uh, but yeah, they built up like the big show is being made to do these things he doesn't want to do for months and then Okay, if if it ends here with him punching the bad guy, Randy Orton, and Daniel Bryan winning... It's a triumph. Then that's the triumph. But no, it's him knocking everybody out, him standing him in the middle of the room. Him knocking everybody out with a punch. A and punch. It, is that even the WMD? Because it's just a punch. Yeah, that's like, his finisher, but it's like... it's. But doesn't he usually sell it more when it's a WMD? Like, that's the idea, is that it's well, like he's kind of got to, like, rev it up a bit or whatever? No, <laughs> that's all he does, is just, like, oh, God, he just punches. so bad. Why? He, yeah. Well, he's getting older, so he can't like choke slam everybody right, anymore. I, so he's got to like, what can I do that takes the least could, amount of effort? Could I he will, like I'll save? Play... Could he save up like one choke slam a year? Like, oh, uh, I think he, yeah, that's for WrestleMania, I guess. But... <laughs> yeah. And like... it has to be for a guy who's like two hundred and ten pounds, right? <laughs> uh, he could have choke slammed Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah, I would have done that. I could have choke slammed Daniel Bryan. But it's just like seeing those punches. It's just like it feels like that poke of death thing, where it's just like, right. and you're dead. Yeah. And you're dead, and you're dead. And it's like, <laughs> great. And that pay-per-view was dead. Yes. That, yeah. It just ended. It just like, stopped. And yeah. you're like, oh, so Triple H is going to come out and yell at everybody. And nope. then, oh, no. No, they actually did leave. And they left that guy who I don't know who he is biting his finger. In the... Oh, yeah, uh, Brad Maddox. Brad they, Maddox. Well, yeah. so apparently the storyline was that Triple H and whoever, they all had to leave for the night. <laughs> oh, like, Brad was in charge. We're going to Tim Hortons right yeah. in the Canadian say. border. <laughs> 
We've got Chinese investors we have to impress, so uh, <laughs> gotta go. don't mess up the pay per view. <laughs> Take our private jet. We're meeting with a sports marketer. We're going to be late mm-hmm. for the regatta <laughs> <laughs> over Niagara Falls. <laughs> so then, uh, the but paper. literally, they have more than two referees. Send out another referee. Yeah. Yeah, it ended. Did it even end in a DQ? No, it just stopped. Right, it just stopped. And then nobody even to, called yeah. it. It was just like done. Here's the trademark. You'll have to See watch tomorrow Raw night. tomorrow, like, and then uh, it'll be much like, like the storyline. That is how much the WWE is against elevating Daniel Bryan to its champion. Also, okay. now that I think about it, mm. somebody tweeted me earlier saying, "Do you think that vacant will hold on to their title tonight?" And they had a picture <laughs> of the vacant, like non-character that's currently not holding the WWE title. Yeah, if you go to the WWE Championship page, right. and he was vacant. correct. He yes. was correct. The vacant, vacant non-person is still holding <laughs> vacant two and zero. Vacant two and zero. Who's next? Uh. <laughs> well. Wow. I wonder uh, if they'll do a story where, see, if, if they're going to just go totally nutball crazy, I would be like, I want to write a storyline that's about this vacant wrestler <laughs> that has somehow won two matches as an ethereal force yeah. and then through through winning twice yeah. becomes a physical character. Ah. I, I like it. And is, Give him like a flesh-colored mask. Right. <laughs> yes. yes. And he basically Mackie just... Mackie man or whatever. Yeah, yeah he just <laughs> looks like one of the Minecraft cosplayers. Or not, not Minecraft. The, the uh, Greendale human? Uh, yeah, he looks like that. Or what's the dude? Uh, Slender, uh, what? Slenderman? Slenderman. Slenderman. Yeah, yeah. He just looks like that. And then he just comes out and it's like, yeah, my name is Vacant. <laughs> it was uh, at an angry pirate who tweeted me that. You were correct, uh, sir. <laughs> you win the Cheap Popcast prize, which is being acknowledged on Cheap Popcast. Yeah. That's right. Grandest prize of them all. <laughs> so Grand- the next pay-per-view is this month. It's in three weeks. So but this- it's Heck in the Cell. Yeah. Heck in the Cell. Mm-hmm. Heck in a sec. Watch my language. Um, <laughs> uh, there's been several F-bombs already. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my mistake. But yeah, a couple of pro breast cancer gags, I believe. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, they'll, they'll be back in three weeks' time because it's still uh, Breast Cancer Month wow, for WWE. Yeah, so. Two months. I was yeah. wondering, can we buy those pink shirts? Yes, yes, you can. Thanks. Can I buy the Ryback version, which doesn't have sleeves or sides? <laughs> yes, that looks more like more like, like a napkin you'd put on at a lobster restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that there was a grill in the ring and he just like tied around his waist and like... Pulled pork sandwich, please. <laughs> All right, standing uh, up to hunger, <laughs> my hungers. All right, so uh, we'll be back shortly with our second half of the episode, where we talk about some Halloween stuff, wrestling style. Oh no! Yes. Welcome to the break of the Cheap Popcast. This is your host, Dave Rudden, and I apologize for the somewhat lateness of this episode. Recorded it last Sunday, and then I proceeded to have uh, one of the busiest work weeks of the year. You know, holidays are ramping up, and so is the gaming industry. But anywho, you don't want to hear about that. You want to hear about wrestling. In exchange for being a little bit late, I actually got to see both Raw and SmackDown in the interim between the recording of the show and it posting so raw yeah of course i knew that there was going to be a hell in the cell match but adding Shawn michaels to the equation really ramps things up he doesn't appear as much as most other legends so 
him being in that match and whatever role he'll play, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Beyond that, the Big Show stuff is still kind of a bore. The whole Alberto Del Rio John Cena thing, I don't know where they're going with that. I don't think that it'll be a full match in any way, shape, or form, whether it's some sort of psych-out thing or or a short match or something that will allow Sandow to cash in some sort of fake-out. Who knows? But yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll see John Cena do that much in a little over two weeks' time. I also got to watch SmackDown. I uh, enjoyed that show a little bit more. I don't quite agree with making Damian Sandow a face. I don't think his gimmick works with it. They had to do some really drastic changes. It worked for one match, but I don't know if it can work going forward. thought it was a little bit weird to see the Wyatts lose their first match. I hope that they can still keep their steam. I guess it wasn't the leader of the group that got the loss, so there's that. But I worry about that gimmick. But you'll be able to hear about all of this stuff and more in a little over two weeks as we'll be back to record a Hell in the Cell episode. But in between then, you can listen to the bountiful Cheap Popcast archives on lasertimepodcast.com. You can, of course, listen to Laser Time Podcast. We've got a bunch of Halloween-themed episodes uh, coming up this month. Uh, Fiji Empire's got their Rocktober with the spooky Final Fantasy series. Henry Gilbert's Cape Crisis is, uh, is weekly again now that he's back from Japan. And uh, Veggie Game Apocalypse... Uh, I was just on an episode about Beyond Two Souls, which I don't know if I'll be playing now that I've seen the reviews, but David Cage is an interesting game director. Yeah, we talk about some of his better moments. Speaking of better moments, uh, let's get back to the second half of the Cheap Podcast. Back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. To the cheap podcast. Yes, uh, so this half of the episode, we're going to talk about uh, wrestling-related uh, Halloween memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in a industry where people wear masks all the time and mm-hmm. put paint on their face like every day of the year, it's kind of <laughs> hard to pick out moments that are distinctively Halloween. Mm. Uh, but there are a few that 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 jump out that all. Dolph Ziggler dressed dressing up like Finn from Adventure Time. That was yes, cute. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> just, that seemed like the most the funniest image to create. Uh, Go ahead, you got it. Uh, Backpack, there he is. But yeah, uh, Brett, one that I'm sure will uh, yes, ring true to you is Halloween Havoc. Yes, 1998. Yeah, well, I mean, it ran from 
Let me look it up. 1989 to 2000. Oh. So, wow. Was that a pay-per-view? Yeah. It was a WCW pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and that that specific Halloween Havoc was kind of Wait, like... The 98 one. Yeah, which was basically where I checked out completely, and I guess it's kind of like the beginning of the end for WCW. Was it, it the Tribal Tattoo logo era? Or and the, it was uh, just before that. Okay. That was like late 99 or early 2000, I think, when that happened, yeah. um, and EA got the rights to the games, blah, blah, blah. That was... Ultimate Warrior coming back and making OWN, which was yes. the One Warrior Nation, plus the NWO, plus the NWO Wolfpack, plus the Latino World Order, <laughs> plus everything just happened. You're like, what the fuck? Is anyone just in WC? Oh, David yep. Dallas Page. It's him. He's <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Him and uh, you know Dean Malenko, if he's still around. Yeah, that match is that that does that's Botchamania personified, like. <laughs> Two old men fighting. Was it Hogan match. and Warrior? Hol- yeah, 1998 was Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. The rematch. Really awkward match. Ended. I never watched it. It was supposed to end with Hulk Hogan uh, shooting a fireball from his hand into the Ultimate Warrior's face from, like, flash paper. Oh, right. But it went off in his hand before he could, like, throw wow. it in his face. So, like, they had a... Wow, imp- like, yeah. like fucking Job from Arrested Development? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, is, that is what happened. So, like, he screwed that up, and they improvised something a couple minutes later where, like, Hulk Hogan's nephew came down and hit uh, Ultimate Warrior with a steel chair. But as a, re- as a result of that, and uh, sort of a parallel to what happened tonight, uh, the match following that, which was Goldberg versus DDP for the actual WCW okay, title, right. there you go. it got cut off. Like, first time I've ever seen hmm. a pay-per-view cut off. Oh, yeah, I heard about I read about that in that book. Yeah, um, and it was like, what was the deal? They just they ran out of time. Like you got three hours, you can't go further than that. Uh, Even mm. though the only thing that plays after a right. wrestling pay per view is the is repeat. The, yeah, is the same thing. Uh, but yeah, they they fucked it up, and the match got cut off, and then they aired it the next night on Nitro. Oh, I do remember that. Their huh. make good was like, yeah, you can watch it. All yeah, but like, here everybody that didn't pay. Yeah, but then everyone too. who paid is like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, I was I was a little bit frightened. I don't want to say fright. I'm, it was I'm Halloween. Terrified yeah. by this betrayal of my payment. But I was worried that, that that's what was going to happen with our pay-per-view tonight. Was that they would we would either miss a good portion of the match or... Oh, yeah. But what was completely. that match we saw where that did happen? Where it, like, it cut off Simpson style. Like, it's got him on the ground. That was... <laughs> that was Just our, guy holding yeah. a belt in the air. That what? was our feed's fault. That was the uh, TNA. Mm. So, yeah, that was the, the TNA feed. episode. Uh, but yeah, that was I, I. But that was an awesome cut. It was literally like, wait, here comes this guy. What's gonna happen? Sting wins. <laughs> it was it was the other guy. It was Bubba Ray. I think. Yeah, Bubba. But I just yeah. Booty Ray, whatever. <laughs> Bubba. Uh, Bully Ray. The male Bully. booty. Bully Ray. There Bully, Ray. Bully Ray. Bully yeah. Ray. Yes, but then the lead up to that was the other thing that made me go, I may quit watch wrestling. I may quit watch quit wrestling. watching wrestling. <laughs> Me, caveman, may quit uh, watch wrestling. No more dildo factory. <laughs> go, uh, go ahead and see no bread. It was. Uh, it was. Um, wow! It just reminded me that I saw uh, that mummy ride at Universal Studios has Brendan Fraser at the end. And some, somebody was like, "Wow, Encino Man!" <laughs> <laughs> Can you wheeze the juice? Oh man, it's sick nugs, everybody. Um, chilling grindage and nugs. Nugs, nugs chilling and grindage. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was. Uh, that was the where Chucky yells at fucking Rick Steiner. Right. And it was just that my movie, Bride of Chucky, this October. Wow, I, yeah, I literally didn't... saying it with the same inflection, like 
like a Saturday Night Live host. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and then Rick Steiner yelling at the screen as if he would... One, you're yelling at a screen he can't hear you. Yeah. Two, you're yelling at a doll. <laughs> Three, fuck. So, I don't know why, but the, I somehow ended up just trying to describe that Chucky moment to my girlfriend the other day. Like, no, no, it was really disgusting. She's like, yeah, that does seem pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, so that was, I think that was, I think that was, <laughs> the way that Chris is emoting this, like, why would I ever care about this? It was, like, <laughs> oh, no, it was definitely a lucid moment where you're like, oh, and it's but just I like, that the, was, the veil is pulled away from your eyes, I like, thought, oh, this is all a giant I thought that shame. was one of those moments for even people who don't love wrestling or know it at all, like, are yeah. at least aware of how awful the Chucky promo was, because <laughs> I feel like I see it in articles all the time, the worst yeah. moment in wrestling. No, just watching that yeah. live and just being like, my jaw actually dropped and just like, what and like I can't like, it was and it was already getting weak as it was it was already like yeah. not as interesting and kind of confusing and weird and you're like well whatever I enjoy doing this every Monday and Thursday this is fine and then that happened I'm like well, that's bizarre yeah. and then that Halloween havoc kind of followed up and yeah and then I don't think I watched an episode again until this January with yeah. Royal Rumble I did have a sad realization this week like watching an episode of SmackDown and like it was on Hulu so they had the timer. And it was like, and it was an hour thirty. And I realized, like at the conclusion of it, I'm like, I could have watched a movie. Yeah, I could have watched a movie that I could like talk with, like uh, <laughs> other I, I, people. I, yeah, I love talking with you guys about this, but this is the only opportunity I have to, to like. You could go watch talk, uh, talk on the message boards about uh, SmackDown. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a forum on Laser Time. But I just have that realization sometimes where I could I could have watched an Academy Award winning movie. Yes. Yeah. But no, I watched Big Show get his house bought by Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, Halloween Havoc. Not even wrestling. Yeah. yeah uh, I love those VHS covers. Like they were they are. still selling them. Yeah, there's an awesome one that I'm looking at right now where it's Hulk Hogan uh squatching like a a jack o' lantern. Yeah, it's an oblong pumpkin and like <laughs> I there's some weird Photoshop Very going on because his fingers Look like a goblin's. Yes, but yeah, Funny I mean that—that's the one thing I, that that I really remember about Halloween Havoc is mm. the sets for every. Yeah, it was mm. literally like the home, like, like the fall homecoming dance. Yeah, yeah. entranceway for every pay per view. Yep. <laughs> uh, like another thing they used to do a lot: wrestling was, under the stars. Yes, <laughs> bash, at the, bash at the beach, which always reminds me of yeah. like MTV Spring Break because the set's exactly the same. There's, yeah. a, there's a tiki hut and a surfboard. Yeah, that's the one thing that uh, WWE sold out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing that WWE could take from from like WCW is like these theme pay per views where like the entrance to the ring is interesting to look at. Yeah, we kept mocking how like Battlefield ba- is ba- ba- Battle yeah. Battle Zone Battle Battle. Battle Battleground. Battle, yeah. Battleface. Well, Battlebots. Mm-hmm. Battlebots. Man, well, I, wish, terrible. I wish Battlebots. It was, was literally like code on the screen in the back. Yeah. Like, no, just show the match in, on that in the background. I, at people... first I thought it was like a NASDAQ ticker. Yeah. And then I thought that the actual Trinitone had crashed and it was just displaying <laughs> some sort of code. <laughs> yeah, yeah I never got past that. What was the Kingston stock is plummeting right now. What was the alleged theme for the night? Because even that a champions was... had some. No, there, there wasn't any. A yeah. ground where folks battle. And as you can see, it worked out for them really well. God, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's better, like, just don't. Because, yeah, maybe yeah. you make some money having a pay-per-view as scheduled, but, like, there are things you can do that are yeah. worse for your brand. I've definitely watched enough of these pay-per-views with you, Dave, that yeah. some of these are like, <laughs> these don't have a purpose to exist. And they were, pay-per-views were always really exciting, whether I was into wrestling or I wasn't. Mm-hmm. There was something really exciting to talk about the next day. I can't imagine if I... Had a schoolyard full of wrestling fans. What we would go home and talk about? Gold dust. For, gold dust. <laughs> gold dust. It. Hey, were all you kids alive forty years ago? <laughs> oh no, 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 we have nothing to talk about. 
Uh, Imagine so, some some kid. Wait, so if some let's say yeah, some kid could have theoretically been born and to someone who grew up watching Gold Dust in the nineties, then they would be able to talk about it. Yes, and they could talk to their mm-hmm. probably young child, but nonetheless, two generations of Gold Dust fans. <laughs> <laughs> Few other things I remember about Halloween Havoc. They used to do this thing called spin the wheel, make the deal, where mm. it was literally like this a... fall on Fox? Yeah, no, it was like a <laughs> wheel of fortune. You literally spin the wheel, and that would determine the rules of the match. But that's like the one thing you can't like gimmick in a wrestling thing. Like, gimmick that. So mm-hmm. you would end up with weird stipulations that they probably didn't mean to have. So like mm. one year, the main event was a coal miners match, where <laughs> it was literally a, like a, a big glove. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they ran up. Onto a pole and grab the big glove well, and whoever Randy got Randy Orton, I'm gonna yeah. give you such a slacking right now. First person to get black lung loses. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, where's the black lung? Gentlemen, grab your canary. Yeah. This match will take place. <laughs> three. Actually, that's a way better gimmick. Three sorry, miles. Sorry, sorry. First, first man's canary to die loses. Yeah. Must leave town. And I'm sure this wasn't uh, determined via uh, wheel spinning, but there was uh, on, or not Andre. It was uh, the giant, mm, uh, right. who's now the Paul big show, White. Uh, facing Hulk Hogan in a monster truck match, <laughs> which was literally like a sumo wrestling match on the top of the arena in monster trucks. And uh, <laughs> I, I believe that Hulk Hogan got knocked off the, the top of the building in his a- monster truck, but came back later in the night to win his match. <laughs> It was a fast. It was a fast count in the monster truck match. Wait, yeah. so he got driven off the roof <laughs> of a convention center? That's yes. But there was a run in by Disco in front of the chair shot to uh, the giant's monster truck. Well, he fell. On, he his monster it. truck fell on a ref, so a ref broke his fall. Yeah. 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 No, I'm sorry. Uh, Hulk Hogan defeated the giant in the monster truck match, but the giant won the title match uh, later in the night. Ah. Uh, yeah. Monster. Real. I need to watch this actually. Exactly. Yeah. Monster truck match. Yeah. 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 It makes me realize there are a bunch of fucking great wrestling clips out there that somebody <laughs> needs to put together. And if only there was a guy named Matthew. Only the bad ones. One of the good ones. So let me play a, a quick promo of one of the Halloween Havoc events. That, that kind of uh, it definitely encapsulates the '90s <laughs> and what they were going for in these pay per views. Oh, shut up. How about you, Sid Vicious? Halloween Havoc's gonna be one nightmare you'll never forget. Jesus! That was Elvira, if you didn't tell by her voice. Who I think appeared in like anything wrestling Halloween related in the 90s. Like, let's get Elvira. No, no, anything Halloween related. No, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, pantyhose, whatever you were selling, Elvira, that's all she did. Yeah. Yeah. Stand in front of things and introduce them. Halloween themed legs, L E G G. Hey, yeah, she knows how to move them. <laughs> uh, here's another interesting Halloween Havoc promo. This is a little bit of a weird one. Kids trick or treating. This great idea, Matt. I'm tired. I know that's the way I felt when I was at it when I was uh, trick or treating. That's only because we ended up with two pieces of last year's Christmas fruitcake from the last one you picked. Yeah. What? Whatever house you pick better be good. What? Good? You want good? This will be better than good. It, it won't be. be great. Hi, kids. Wow, it's Tony Schiavone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a helicopter waiting to pick me up in a few minutes. 
What's that smell, Tony? Yeah. It's my wife. What? She's baking. <gasps> Cookies. Would you kids like to have some? What kind are they? Only a kind a mother could make. It's a good message. Why don't you come inside Breast and have a cookies. bite of her cookies? You have enough treats already. They actually do go inside his house, and then he turns into like a wolf, and then uh-huh. it takes six minutes. So I'm sparing you a lot of uh, details, but uh, really sending a great trigger treating message. It's, it's, so it's Robert Lozier. <laughs> I was kind of like for a gag. I was going to say Mean Gene, and then like Tony. Schmidt. I didn't know he lived next door. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in a haunted mansion. That's also part of the. Uh, Anywho, Dave, don't have to. You don't have to. I'm just for these people. Yeah, you they can had watch, the chance. If you have 15 minutes, watch it on YouTube. Was uh, White Castle of Fear related to Halloween at all? White Castle Fear. White Castle of Fear with Vader and Sting. Uh, I don't think so. Is okay. that a match where they just ate White Castle burgers? Yeah, uh, it's it's so. the promo where Vader flies Sting out to his White Castle of Fear in like the <laughs> Baltics, and oh man, this is a James Bond movie. It is absolutely they the best wrestling promo I've ever seen. It's, yeah, it's preposterous. It's like some like uh, <laughs> Twin Peaks David Lynch stuff. <laughs> the idea of Vader being like uh, capable of anything on that level, like he he calls him into this place. And there's a big buffet table with like midgets and all kinds of weird stuff. And and then it's just like, welcome to the White Castle of Fear. It stings like, Ooh. Is uh, it a good yeah, title this, for yeah. the episode. This is still yes. like surfer look. Uh, <laughs> yes, sting. this is surfer look sting. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Sting wasn't Sting wasn't crow sting until like right. four years after the crow was even popular. Crow sting. Yeah. yeah, and he's still crow sting. I know. Yeah. He... I, I, I hear that. I think it's the verb. You're crow sting. Yeah, it's like a cronut. <laughs> I'm gonna cronut. I'm gonna go crow sting. <laughs> No, he was a uh, yeah. Go for a for like right a now. year or something in TNA, he did this like Joker looking makeup, yeah. like the insane icon Sting, and I think now he's just back to regular Crow. Uh, so speaking of White Castle and buffets, <laughs> um, there isn't a lot to this, but this will probably be the promo image for this episode, and it's literally Mean Gene reading off the costumes of <laughs> 1980s WWF wrestlers. Tarzan and Jane, respectively. Nikolai Volkov, I believe, dressed as Robin. Bobby the Weasel Heat as Davy Crockett, I beg your pardon. King Kong Bundy, Abe Lincoln. And the Iron Sheik, I recognized you as Batman of all people. (laughs) And to my right, as Zorro, he is Intercontinental Champion Tito Santana. And Hercules, heavyweight champion of the world, Hulk Hogan. Three Musketeers, are you ready for this? Uncle Elmer, Cousin Junior, and Hillbilly Jim. And Captain Lou Albano dressed as perhaps one of your Roman forebears. Yeah, yeah, Julius Caesar's for my great ancestors, Lanato Busquit Caesar. All right, now, gentlemen, it's down to King Kong Bundy and Captain Lou Albano. I've got the stopwatch. Whoever eats the most pies within 90 seconds will win the pie-eating contest. <laughs> the winner was. I just, uh, do I take bets on who won? Uh, um, My heart wants to go through Albano. Yeah. Keep yeah. About, uh, this well, is wrestling. Okay. The face wins. Uh, Captain Lou Albano <laughs> ate the most pies. <laughs> <laughs> it would later catch up with him. Yes. Uh, I think he's still alive. No, he's definitely not. Oh, he, he died like three or four years ago. I had to do. I had to do. A, I was doing a talk radar, and then he died while I was preparing it. I had to do a very hasty Lou Albano tribute mm-hmm. episode. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, because he arms of an angel. Because <laughs> he did the voice for Mario. He All did. right. 
And was Mario. He was Mario. He did the Mario. He is, the in, Mario! Fact, is in fact the creator and owner he's, he's of the Mario. The originator <laughs> of the Mario. Which I believe yeah. is just step left and right. Yes. What's the yeah. least you can do in front of a blue screen? Imagine it. That's the Mario. And then again, let's do <laughs> the Mario. And then do it twice. Together. Yeah. And then do it with other people. And that little yes. captain, who nobody liked, grew up to be <laughs> the Blue Mario. Star of the WWE album. But there is some good that comes out of uh, Halloween with mm. wrestling. Uh, one that I remember with the WWE was actually, it was like two years ago, mm-hmm. the current Divas champion, AJ, like just starting out in WWE, they had a Divas like battle royal match where they all dressed up as various characters. And most of them were, I'm going to be a sexy nurse. I'm going to be a sexy this. I'm going to be a sexy that. Public domain sexy characters. Yes. But AJ dressed up as... Uh, I want to say Melina for Mortal Kombat. Oh, wow. oh really? Nice. The one with the the fans. That's Melina or oh Katana. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and the first move that she did in the battle royal was the whole like uh, the, the shockwave thing where they send the, she mm-hmm. sends them up in the air. All right. She leaned back slightly and yeah, spun nice, them nice. around and it was like that showed me that this one female on the roster is different from the rest and. Uh, I mean, apparently she's still doing good. Cause and she, today she we're won. married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I met your mother. <laughs> uh, but one of the most popular WWE superstars actually springboarded from Halloween. Uh, hmm. He Before Halloween, he was like just this milk toast regular guy. I'm a guy who likes to fight, and it wasn't really catching on. Then they had a Halloween party episode of SmackDown, I want to say. Oh, thank God. Uh, where sort of started a gimmick that would propel him to stardom. Uh, here he is. The old man's got a plan. He's chilling in the building. Did I tell you I'm like light beer? It tastes great when you're in What are you trying to tell me? Okay. Your dad's in your office and he wants to see you. My dad? Your dad. Vince McMahon is in your office and For the he wants death. to see you. Are you sure it was him? He's in your office and he wants to see you. That was John Cena dressing up as Vanilla Ice wow. in uh, 2002, I want to say. Uh, wow. How apt. Yes. <laughs> well, like before that, he didn't have like he was not he didn't have a gimmick. He became the rapping wrestler for a good three or four years. Did he really? He still busted yeah. out from time to time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and boy, does he? Yeah. I don't know if you could tell Rapping with the wrestling. yeah with the uh, Need for Speed menu soundtrack in the background, <laughs> there, like, wow. the most public domainiest sounding yes. like party, party background music. music. I do but I do hear I a do cholo re- dropping a checkered flag. That's all I. I think. recognize it from a scene in Buffy. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, nice house party. You're definitely. Who's You're playing the all the hits. Is that Stanley from The Office that dresses a Viking in the background there? Probably. Mm. That guy is probably released. That guy's probably they're all released. Yes. That guy is dressed up as a raccoon. What's the name of the Thanksgiving? The turkey. The uh, oh, I forget the name. Of it. <laughs> it was basically that match where they had the big uh, egg in the mat round. That was the, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. What was the name of it? The the, the gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker. Thank yes. You, yes. That's not Halloween, but it's close. No, check back in a month. <laughs> check back for in a our month. Survivor Series episode <laughs> where we talk about how that was weird. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it for this episode of the Cheap Podcast. Mm-hmm. Want to thank you guys for being on the show with me. Want to thank everyone for listening, rating, reviewing on iTunes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dave Rudden. You know, you can find this show at LaserTimePodcast.com. Mm. 
uh, Laser Time Show on Twitter and Facebook, yeah, I believe. Indeed. All right. Other uh, plugs. Listen to Laser Time, bitches. All Halloween stuff. Yep. Laser Time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, VGEmpire.com and VGEmpire Twitter, Game Music Podcast. Sweet. Uh, so the way we've been closing these episodes out lately is with the uh, theme chosen by the winner of our predictions thread. So last month's uh, predictions thread for Night of Champions was won by Tranquil Bez. Hey, I know him. Uh, yes. Uh, and he chose a theme for a guy that I'm actually not that familiar with, but his name is The Brian Kendrick. And uh, we'll play a few seconds of him. And then, uh, yeah, that'll be, do it for this episode. Thanks. Goodbye. Sounds like Rage Against the Machine at half speed. Yes. This is for the children of the sun. <laughs> <laughs>